Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pucks on the Dasher, a hockey podcast. I'm your host, Adam Glass, and with me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Hebner. Hey! What is going on, Tyler? Mm, hockey. Just hockey stuff all the time? Hockey and football. How's the football going? Mm, depends who you ask. I'm asking you. Do you yeah, not like, realize that? A, Nobody else better, is on the podcast. As a better, as a fantasy, as a Jets fan, like, well, there's it, lots of different ways I can take it. I don't know a lot about football anymore, but one thing I do know is that if you're the Jets fan, I'm not going to ask about how they're doing because I know how that's they're going. They're actually doing pretty good. But pretty good for Jets fans. Like, what are they, one and two? No, they're, uh, they're two and three, I believe. Yeah, exactly. So they're or one three and, two, and two, Tyler. Hold on, let me double check. You don't even know. The I should record. know this. I have so much stuff I need to remember. I can't be bothered to remember their exact schedule at this point in time. You don't need to know their schedule. You, need, you should probably know their record. Sorry, they're three and two. Three and two. Three so and two. over okay. five hundred through five weeks. I couldn't remember if it was week five or week six. Cool. Mm-hmm. Two wins in a row. Uh, well, you were watching football. I was on another podcast, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Scene on Screen podcast, and they were nice enough to have me on uh, to talk about my film, Y2 Cameron, uh, which I will be showing in London, Ontario, October 22nd, 9 p.m. Tickets are on sale now, $15 on the Highland Cinemas website. Uh, we are doing a Q&A with some of the cast and crew after the screening, so please come out if you haven't seen it, and if you have seen it, come out and see it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be funnier the second time. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I probably should know of anyone uh, who's seen it the most. Um, and I still laugh at it, so that's good. Um, I can't ask Tyler's opinion. He hasn't seen it yet. I have not seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, but once again, thanks to that Seen on Screen podcast. Uh, check them out if you like video games or movies or things like that. Uh, it was nice to be on. It was weird, different to be on another podcast. Not weird, different for sure. Um, but yeah, okay. Oh, Tyler, we usually talk about fantasy stuff, and technically the fantasy season has begun mm-hmm. um, because the NHL likes to do things like not market properly its own game. Uh, so I shout out to anyone or pour one out, if you will. Uh, do they use that anymore? Are we allowed to say that? How does that work anymore? Well, pour, pour one, one out. out. Yeah, you can, can say you that. Can you do the pour one out? Yeah. Okay. So pour one out, uh, whatever you want, preferably not drinkable water. We're going to lose that soon. So save that maybe something else. Coke, preferably whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people who forgot to set their lineups because the season started weirdly with like two games out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, more specifically, the commissioner of the big pool who benched a goalie win. <laughs> Fine. Good way uh, to start a season. Great way to start a season. Um, there is that button. If you play on Yahoo, there is a button that says uh, set my lineups for the week. Um, I I hit that a lot before the season started just to make sure. And then I double checked my lineups that morning because uh, I knew those weird games were happening. Um, I think I got two points from Tolvanen and two points from Duchesne uh, in the big nice. pool out of those games. So that was fun. It's a good start to the year. Uh, good start to the year. Uh, so next week, um, we will be able to talk about how our weeks finished, ideally. Uh, and we can bring back the Poo Poo Performer and Super Duper Star. Sweet. Um, looking forward to that. I know Tyler loves it. So much fun. Uh, okay. 
Moving on, uh, I was going to talk about some fantasy trades uh, from the pools that we're in, but I kind of looked over them and nothing nothing like the one that uh, led to a commissioner change. <laughs> nothing screams, I'm confident in my drafting, like preseason trades. Yeah, there was a few little flips and flops, but nothing that screamed like, I, I. there was a few trades where I was like, oh, I'll just talk about these. And I'm like, no, Tyler's just going to get mad at me for even bringing these up. So <laughs> I'm not even going to bother. Uh, so we have a little bit of news to talk about, uh, and then we're going to get into some transactional things that happened in the NHL, like waiver claims, uh, trades and signings, uh, and then we are going to start with a little uh, preview of the season, if you will. Uh, we're going to go through some depth charts and talk about teams that way, uh, and I think that will help me and Tyler remember what players certain teams are on. Wait, what teams certain players are on? I got it. Mm -hmm. Got it? Okay. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about this since we returned. I feel like at this point, enough has happened that we should at least discuss it. Um, so, Hockey Canada, Tyler. <laughs> they all stepped down. Yay! Everybody stepped down today, um, which, I mean, one, way too long. Shouldn't have been dragged out for this long. Two, it doesn't really change anything yet. Um, there's still lots of questions that need to be answered, lots and lots. And this doesn't exactly leave a lot of questions that don't need to be answered. Like, are these people being paid out to leave? Like, all that kind of stuff. Like, where's yeah. that money coming from? Uh, this is going to go on for a while, and there's going to be a lot more things that are going to happen. Uh, I believe on the, was it the most recent 32 Thoughts podcast or one of the most recent ones? Ellie Friedman talk about certain districts starting to feel the crunch of money not coming in mm -hmm. um, and maybe that affecting things. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes, I guess. But them all stepping down is at least somewhat step, I guess you could say, in the right direction, given what some of them said recently. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, lots more to come here with all this. Um, and in, I guess, slightly related, but also... Just, I didn't want to talk about this, but I feel like we kind of have to. The whole Ian Cole thing, Tyler, just, it's really weird and messed up, and it's not, it's probably shows a pattern that I don't think is great. <laughs> I, I mean, it's better to know about it than not, I guess. It is, for sure. And I mean, I feel like he's probably not going to be playing hockey again, but maybe I could be wrong. I mean, it is the NHL, so... Who knows? I, I mean, he is older now. Well, if it's actually real or not, right? Yeah, I guess that's also true. But yeah. at this point, Tyler, it's hard for me not to give the benefit of the doubt to victims or survivors, if you will. Yeah, um, we don't need to. I, I think people who rehash that innocent until proven guilty are trying to defend somebody who they think gives a shit about them at all. So I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like. It, 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 his career will continue when he is either cleared of this or he won't, right? Like, that's the way that it's going to have to be. The onus yep. is on, you know, proving that that innocence in this sense. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you're like, I would love it for it not to be true, if I have to be honest, given what I read. For sure. Because <laughs> um, that's not great. Um, cause it also talked about other potential situations that also existed. So, yeah. but it'll be pretty cut and dry because if, if a lot of this happened over digital 
like digitally, if you will, yeah. like through text and or DMs of some sort, then there should be receipts for everything. You would think so, but yeah, I guess we'll see where it goes. But as of right now, he is not going to be playing hockey. He is uh, indefinitely suspended, though I believe it is with pay because obviously uh, yeah. it's allegations right now. Yeah. I know. If it was without pay, they would like he would have to be suspended. He would have to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Hockey information time waivers. So the, there was a lot of waivers recently. Obviously, the camps are ending. Uh, guys have to be sent down to clear uh, because cuts are happening. Guys made teams that they didn't expect, all this kind of stuff. Maybe Tortorella, somebody punched somebody in the face, so Tortorella had to bring keep them on the roster. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are no, – well, let's just say notable waiver claims. Okay, I'm doing – the little bunny ears, even though I know this is an audio podcast, but notable waiver claims. Um, so we have Connor Ingram, which is probably the most notable, getting claimed by the Coyotes. He's a former, uh, f- I believe, first round pick, right? You're of the National Predators. You're asking kind of to, re- high, to verify? Uh, highly touted at one point. Or at no, least he was a third round draft pick. Third. That is wrong. And it was by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. But he was at least, was he a starter in the World Juniors, Tyler? Is that why I know his name? Uh, hold on. Is he Canadian and was he, he a starter in the World Juniors? He was a starter on the World Juniors in 2016, okay. 2017. Okay. So Connor Ingram is probably not good um, then. <laughs> he definitely didn't put up a good, any good stats, but. That's why was, I know his name though. So that makes all the connections better. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we also have Jared Tenorti getting claimed by the Blackhawks. Former cause, London Knight. Because they need players, I guess. Um, and Josh Mahura, who got claimed by the Panthers from the Ducks. Um, I mm, Panthers, eh? I'm scared yeah. about that team, Tyler. I'm worried. Maybe. As a, as a Bob and Knight owner in the auction pool, I am mm-hmm. slightly concerned. I'm not heavy on them in players, but I do have that goaltending tandem. This guy's been a tw- the guy they picked up Mahura. He's been a tweener for like the last four years. Yeah, I would say. and uh, I wouldn't. Now that they've had such a shakeup there, I wouldn't necessarily call the Panthers a. Oh, he went to like if this guy got claimed by Nashville, I might be like, oh, okay, maybe he might turn into something. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. place that, or even Anaheim for that, where he's where like Anaheim got rid of him, and Anaheim's known for churning out good defensemen right now. So that yeah, but they're is, not known for being good. No, that's true. Right. But they've developed some pretty decent defensemen over the years. You could recently. argue Florida has too. Yeah, true. Right. Hasn't really worked thing? out for either team, I guess. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, did they not win a President's Trophy last year, or they were close to it? I mean, do you want to name? Could you name me the last ten President's Trophy winners, or could you name me the I'm last saying, ten like, Stanley Cup regular winners? Regular season. We all know the playoffs are stupid, so regular yeah, season true. success is. Uh, As a Leafs fan, the playoffs something. are stupid and don't matter. Yeah. Uh, right. Perfect. Love Not a good it. indication of who the best team is. Let's so the that. President's Trophy is the real Stanley Cup. Is that what we're doing? Yep. Oh, if you want to stand that for this podcast and make that a thing that we talk about on the spot, I could probably get behind that. 
<laughs> it might ruin the it, it, it eventually would the least would win a Stanley Cup and it would ruin it for me because I'd be like, yeah, they won a presence trophy yet. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse psychology. Oh, that would yeah, Karma. that would probably destroy me in some way. All right. The last two we have to talk about. Um the Washington Capitals weren't old enough, so they decided to get rid of two of their like under what 25 players. Uh Brett Leeson and Al Axel Janssen full Fallaby. Fallaby. I'm pretty yep. sure he was one of our um remember last year when I started yes. to oh we'll bring that back yep. this year. The career countdown where it's like mm-hmm. ten games or less. Yeah. Uh he was one of those guys. For um, sure. Is there okay, out of everybody that we see claimed here, do you think there is le- legitimately one NHLer on this list? Jared Tonorti being the exception because he hits. I think Brett Leeson might have some sort of future in the NHL. I feel like he was really good for periods of times last year, or at least came out like he was a rookie last year. He had six points in 36 games, and I feel like those six points happened in like a span of like six games, if I'm not mistaken. Like he, I feel like he did something notable last season. I don't know. I mean, all, waiver pickups are waiver pickups, right? Yeah. Ingr- Ingram will have. Um, Ingram will have some impact, hopefully, for Arizona, in the in the sense that he'll be a, a a warm body who can potentially stop pucks. Like he looked pretty good against the Abs in the playoffs. So, I mean, of anyone, he's got the most upside. But you know, it's goalies, so who knows? Uh, of all the people that went through and actually cleared, Mike Riley was the one that kind of like I get it from a contract perspective, but it was really if you were a team that you think is going to be bad and had like. I guess Chicago and Arizona both claim somebody, but there's got to be another team. Like, why would you just grab a guy knowing he's actually good, play him in a place where he looks better, and then trade him at the deadline for assets? Uh, I mean, cap cap reasons, I guess, but I, I guess, don't know. But he was the and one like, guy that was on waivers that I was kind of surprised. I thought it was like, oh, I wonder where he's going to end up. You can only have so many contracts in your system, too. And, like, Columbus got Emil Benstrom through, through. I know he's, he's not crazy. really... A guy nah, anymore, I would have wanted I would have wanted him in my box. Yeah, exactly. I you wouldn't take a shot there. Like Will Butcher got through, which I don't know. I guess the bloom's off that rose now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really I'm not really surprised. Uh and the Colorado guy, I just they got two guys that names their names are fun. Mikhail Maltsev and Anton Blild Blild. Is that how you say it? Blild? Uh I'd have to look. Blild. Maltsev they traded they got in a trade for um, the defenseman from New Jersey, Graves, Ryan Graves. Oh, he was part bleed. of that deal. I think it's bleed. Bleed. Uh, Anton bleed. Yeah. Anton bleed. Really? Is it bleed? Like bleed? Oh, or, that's way cooler. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm that's pretty way sure. better. I, I feel hope like I've it heard his that. name before, but he's like a nobody. But Maltsev, I always thought Maltsev had some sort of future as a bottom six guy, but apparently he can't crack a, a roster. So. And um. Literally one of the worst goalies because of those waiver claims. Literally one of the worst goalies that seems seemingly keeps getting jobs in the NHL. Jonas Johansson got placed on waivers today by the Coyotes. Yeah. Um, like who? Like how is this guy? There's no way he gets another job. Like the Coyotes waived you. Like it's over, right? Probably. I would think probably. Yeah. Like let's see here. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, so 894 for the Sabres, 884 for the Sabres, 
Then seemingly 913 for the Avalanche. Okay, that's fine. 885 for the Avalanche, and then 766 in two games for the Panthers. And then he hasn't been in the NHL since. Yeah, he's not good. Yeah, he's just not. Even his, like, junior numbers, are, like, he wasn't that great. Weird. Was he just, is he really big? Like, what is yes. happening? Oh, he's 6'4". He okay, yeah, he's 6'4". He's, he's big. He's a big, big. guy. They love the bigs. Uh, uh, I just want to also say third first period is done of this game. And uh, Jacob Trubin has four shots and three hits in one period. So that's I hate. Fun. I uh, <laughs> I wasn't able to get him in any pools, and I wanted him in all pools. Well, maybe not all pools. Maybe not points. The how, how did Keandre do? Uh, My consolation to, prize. I'd have to like go look at your team. Wow! Thanks for helping out. He's not. You don't have him in the auction. What do you? Have? Uh, anyways, continue. I have him in the big pool, so you can't look. <laughs> I'll, I'll look him up in in auction. But go ahead. Uh. Okay. So we do have a few trades to talk about. Um. Two hits. That's it. Two hits. Well, that's something. Hey, put up numbers. That's all I need. Just <laughs> put something on the board because I have guys that you carry and they go minus two with nothing else, and it's like I can't do this. For sure. Uh. Okay. So the. Vancouver Canucks had to dump a salary, so they sent a second-round pick to the Blackhawks, along with Jason Dickinson and his $2.6 million, and they got back Riley Stillman and his $1.3 million. Tyler, that's too much to take back. <laughs> it's a really good <laughs> trade by Chicago. <laughs> like, a that's really good trade. insane that you took anything but a league minimum player back. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I know, if anything, Vancouver actually does need a defenseman, but he's probably not a defenseman, at least uh, anything more than a tweener. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it was a good trade. I I saw it, and I was like, okay, sweet. Good job, Blackhawks. I, I remember when they signed Dickinson, they were like, oh, this guy's going to be our third-line center. Like, Murr. Didn't really give him a chance, but sure. I mean, probably not. And he had, what, two different coaches? and Yeah. Yeah. And you signed him for a ton. Oh, and two different GMs, technically. Yep. And you well, signed him for way too much. That's probably why he's gone. I well, mean, that's 100% 60, why he's gone. He hit 11 points in 62 games last year. So probably like a regression, a huge regression from what you saw in Dallas. So, I mean, Blackhawks can literally play them as, what, the second line center if they want? Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. Oh, yeah, Something. they have Domi, so the third line center. Yeah. You know, Domi's well, only going to play like 25 games and then get hurt. So <laughs> he's he's playing. Uh, he's going to be in a very good situation this uh, season. We're not talking about them right now, but let's just do a fun little game where um, it seems like it sounds like the Kane to the Rangers thing seems to be strumming pretty what? hard. Yeah, not now. How could that but possibly like, fit? That seems to be the best fit right now at the deadline. I think Kane's waiting it out till he's cheapest as possible. And then it sounds like the Rangers are basically where he wants to go. Wow. Um, but the Rangers have guys they could send back, right? They could send Kako. They're not sending Lafreniere, but they probably throw Kako in there or some maybe Schneider. I don't know. One of the younger mm. guys. Like they have the guys to actually, they could do it. They could give up a first and not care. Sure. Right. But, like, where else is he going to go? Like, he basically is going to get traded to where he he gets to, regardless of whether he has a trade, no trade clause or not, he gets to pick where he's going. Mm-hmm. Right? So, if he says, basically, I'm going to the Rangers, then, <laughs> then 
But at least they have something that you could get off them that would be useful. Yep. Uh, yeah. And okay, so the who I actually want to ask about because I didn't expect you to not know about the Kane of the Rangers thing uh, was Taves. Where do you think he goes if he does? No like he's obviously he's got to go at some point. Nobody's gonna want him. I heard Boston. <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> like, right? Have at her. But don't you see that though? Doesn't that make sense when you hear that? Not really. He's not good. Yeah, but their guy, he would they would be like, oh, yeah, he's got a bunch of olds there. Let's get an old for the olds. I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess. that'd be a really weird pivot for Boston. Like, we have the best culture in the uh, – <laughs> we have the best culture in the league. And then just bring in a former captain who – Who covered up a sexual him. assault. Yeah, who's just a complete <laughs> bootlicker bitch. Yeah, it's a sweet pivot. And who will who will definitely not be like, oh, I'm the third line center here. <laughs> yeah, and complain about it. Like, you know what I mean? I think he thinks he's still really good. I think he's got a big ego on him personally, but. No, come on. There's no way. Why would he have a big ego? What yeah. any reason does he have to have a big ego? He's had the biggest heel turn, I think, in the NHL. He's up there. He's definitely up yeah. For somebody who hasn't actually technically done anything himself wrong, if you will. Morally, uh, yes. More, well, yeah. okay. He was in a he was a what a acquaintance in, like he in was, action. Inaction is action. No, I get it. I get it. But I mean, he didn't directly do it himself. You know what I mean? No, but like that he's unapologetic, and he, you know what I yeah. mean about, about oh, he's a shitbag. He's a but capital I mean. S shitbag. Uh, oh, and then Klim Kostin and Dmitry Sumarukov got flipped for each other for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> If Edmonton doesn't like European players who like <laughs> don't score, like he is, he is Yessi Puliyarvi except with less draft capital. Same player. Maybe St. Louis will do, look at what they did with Barbashev. Maybe St. Louis will do something with him. With he's Co- got a lot of Russians there. That's really hard because Klim Costin got traded to the Oilers. <laughs> He'll be fine. <laughs> Sam Arukov, I think, is just a defensive prospect, like nothing special, triple. Like, I think Costin's the better player, personally. Well, we'll see what happens with the Oilers. That's a whole... Did you see, uh, was it Dom's prediction list? Yeah, that they win the Stanley Cup? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. I, I don't hate it, but, like, I just think about their defense in my head, and it makes my head hurt. I think their defense is a lot better than it, than it has been. Well, we might get to go through that at some point, Tyler. Um, so we got to move on to signings, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna do these in a certain order. Okay. I wonder, I wonder what order we're gonna do them in, Tyler. <laughs> Oldest to newest is how we usually do it. Yeah, that's how we usually do it. But I think this time we're gonna do it in the reverse order. Oh, you just want to talk about shitty players first, and then I want to talk about the, the shitty players first, and then it's it almost it kind of okay. No offense to Nick Hag, but it kind of goes samesies until the end. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Hag so, is the better of the f- first four that we're going to Yes, play. for sure. Uh, so 32-year-old Derek Stepan, 32. <clears throat> like, you could have told me that Derek Stepan was 41, and I would have been like, yep, that makes sense in my head. Yikes. Oh, man. Oh, that's... Derek Stepan, 32 years old, one year, 750 with the Carolina Hurricanes. He was there last year, correct? Or there at the deadline yes. or something? Yes, I think he got traded from Phoenix to there. Yeah, so good for him for getting another year in the NHL. 
then we have 23-year-old Nick Haig signing his uh, RFA deal, uh, three years, 2.294150. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, thousand million. apparently Vegas loves handing out three-year deals, but this is a good one. This is actually, they will might, they will probably get value back on this guy. I would say they definitely will. Um, okay, then we have 34-year-old Derek Broussard. Um, he's he's older than, st- that makes, okay, they, I get that. 34-year-old Derek Broussard, uh, one year, 750 contract to return to the Ottawa Senators, uh, for which he was famously traded to, uh, <laughs> and the return package famously got the New York Rangers, uh, Mika Zibanejad. And I believe the pick that turned into Keandre Miller, but I could be wrong about the second part. Definitely uh, Zibanejad. Definitely Zibanejad, uh, who apparently is a good, I don't know, I've heard he's okay. No, he's now, okay. now that Broussard's back with Ottawa, they could potentially still win this trade. Oh, shit. I never yeah. thought about that. So, okay, I don't ever bring this name up, but I don't know who else to reference this type of thing to, but the trade tree thing... If you get traded back to a team, does a branch loop around? How does that work? Yeah, I would imagine it would. Well, he didn't does get traded. Does it break there. the trade tree? Is that how you break it? I th- I would think that it would continue. It would just stop until it would just stop traded again. Like it's just a, it's just a new branch. I guess I don't know. I don't okay. do trade trees, so we should plant one sometime and see what happens. <laughs> Uh, 29-year-old Jimmy VC, uh, one year, 750 with the Rangers again. He's gone back to the original place he came from, correct? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, good, I don't know, whatever. This is this is another case of you don't give Gerard Gallant um, okay to average players. <laughs> you just don't do it. You I can't. don't think he's going to like Jimmy VC. Well, yeah, he'll, no, he'll score like, three goals in the first seven games or something, maybe get a little more ice time and then quickly be on waivers in a month. Guess we'll see. Uh, 27-year-old Zach Aston Reese, uh, one year, 840000 in change with the Leafs. Yay. Let's go. Cool. Happy. Good four checker. Yep. He does the third line defensive thing. It sounds like that might be the fourth line. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, okay. The ones that matter, uh, 29-year-old Mackenzie Wegar. Eight years, six million two hundred fifty thousand million. That's it's a pretty long that's, deal. That's long, Tyler. It's a long deal. It's a good cabot, but it's a long deal. But that so that's the trade-off I've been told, right? Yeah. For a guy who, like, I don't even know if he has, if he's considered a good skater now, but as he ages into his, you know, into his thirties, that's going to get worse. I I think by maybe the first four to five years of this deal will be okay, and then the last, you know, the last couple will be like, not really sure what's going on here. He doesn't seem like he's going to age very well. He's like he was a late bloomer too, so either it's going to be like, you know, how Giordano was a late bloomer, and uh, was like obviously he probably won't get to the heights of being a, a Norris winner, but. Uh, Giordano was able to extend his career well into his 40s now, or not well into, but well into his 30s, I guess I could say. Um, maybe being a late bloomer extends your career a little bit longer. I don't know. It uh, seems like a long time. Uh, this is a classic GM being like, I don't have to worry about the end of this deal. Yeah, it'll make it seem like you won the trade too. 
Yep. And if you get the dollars down now, then it gives you more money to do other stuff. Yeah. And they're in win now mode. So in that 100% win now mode, it doesn't matter if they if they win a Stanley Cup in the next three years, it's not going to matter. Tyler, I'm going to say it right now. If this team even makes a final four this year or even does uh, has a decent regular season that makes noise in the playoffs and Trey Living doesn't win GM of the year, I have no idea what that award is for. Yeah, that's fair. Right. Given yep. what happened, like he had two players that are better than almost any, t- like there aren't very many teams that would have players as good as the two players he lost. And he's been able to salvage it in a way that they are not only still good, but they are arguably still contenders. Let me double check and see if I can bet on GM of the year right now. Cause I would assume that he's already a lock for that, but I would knows check. what the way this stuff goes though. It's based on who's betting on it just as much as actual merit right yeah but if it's like if it's good money then i might do it okay uh well tyler's tyler's looking up ways to spend his mortgage payment uh (laughs) i am going to talk about (laughs) 22 year old jason robertson signing a contract that i am i think is absolutely genius and brilliant and smart and exactly what a player of his age and his talent level should be doing right now, which is shining, signing a short-term deal for okay money. So when he is hitting his peak age, the cap has gone all the way back up and he can, like Tyler, it would not surprise me if he continues on his trajectory, if he doubles his yearly, like his yearly salary when this contract runs yeah. out in four years. Yeah. It's a, I like the, I mean, I like the deal as it is now, but yeah, like in four years, he's going to make some real money. And he's honestly, this is, this is the win for Dallas too, because they are only paying him 7 million to easily be the best player on their team. When I think Spezza or not Spezza, Sagan makes like what, 9 million this year. Yep. And by the time, um, by the time this deals up, I'm pretty sure those guys, at least Ben might be off the books. So all that money can go right to him. Ben will be off the books, and Sagan will probably be on what's affectionately called Robida Island by then, I yeah. bet. So I'll just uh, verify that. Sagan's done in five years. Ben's done in three. So and how many years did Andrew sign for? Five? Basically. And then, yeah, going from there. It's a hell of a deal. Yeah. I mean, I actually like it from the Dallas perspective, too. It was weird that they held. I wonder what other deals were on the table. Because, like, what was the holdout for, right? Like, what was he holding? Was he holding out for less years? I think he, he wasn't wanted getting more. enough? I think he wanted more years. Really? I think he wanted an eight-year deal for some stupid reason. Why would you ever want to do that when you know the cap's going up? I You're 22. Don't know. I, that's, what I, that's what I heard. I don't know. If, I, don't, I have no idea if that's real or not. Honestly, when Matthews eventually signs his next contract, if he actually goes more than five years, I will be shocked. Yeah. I will be shocked. Smart, smart go another five years and cash in one more time. Mm-hmm. Like, just make your money. Like, it's crazy. Like, bet on yourself. Like, they're so conservative, some of them. It's crazy. Uh, okay, I actually have um, a quote here, Tyler, that I want, I want to bring up first, okay? Okay. This guy was a point-per-game player once in his rookie season. I think at some point we have to stop blaming coaches and players and realize that was a one-off season and this most likely will be a really bad signing. 
He's a 60-point-a-season guy anywhere he plays for the next couple of years, then yikes. Uh, that is from somebody we will affectionately call Mont Andre Fleury. <laughs> and that is in relation to 26-year-old Matthew Barzell signing his eight-year, $9.15,000 million contract with the New York Islanders. Tyler, you are a giant Barzal stand. Take it away. I, <laughs> I, I'm not going to tell you this isn't an overpay because I do think it is uh, based on past and probably future for at least for the next couple of years performance. Um, I think Barzal is one of the more talented players in the league, but He's got nobody to play with, right? I mean, he hasn't had anyone to play with since his rookie season when he put up a point per game with John Tavares, which has effectively been his best teammate, let alone line mate, um, since he's jumped into the league. Um, Barzell's not a complete two-way center, right? But he is a really good number one center in the sense that he creates offense. It's all he does. He's one of the best... um, one of the best players in the league at zone entries, like by far and away, um, which is a, obviously an important part of the game when we talk about transitioning and, and counterattacking and how fast the game has become. Um, he doesn't have a great shot, so you can never expect the goal scoring numbers, but he is a play, he's a playmaker. And the way that I described him in that chat conversation was he is the center version of Johnny Gaudreau. That's what he is, right? And Johnny Gaudreau is a really good player and you know he's highly sought after he was one of the bigger free agents this year and and barzell is is just as good uh, i'm person as a barzell fan um upset that he signed an eight-year deal in in the on the island i was really hoping that he would hit free agency and go somewhere else um and play with like i don't know a good uh i mean at least a capable goal scorer um, on his line because like he literally has nobody it's been anthony bavillier it's been anders lee it's been kyle palmieri like at however old he is like it's it's been really bad i would love to see the islander islanders either draft and develop and or sign uh you know a, a big game player good sniper but they just don't have the cap space for it so he will con- likely continue to be this, what we've seen the last couple of years, which is unfortunate, not only from a fantasy perspective for me, but also just because I really like the player. I, I don't, mm, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> I think I agree. It's a total overpayment, but like, I get why the Islanders did it. Like they have to, Oh God, that's okay. Let's do it. I'm clicking on him. I'm clicking on it, Tyler. I'm not. I didn't want to do it. I'm clicking on it. Okay. I'm clicking on the Islanders cap friendly. Didn't want to do it. Gonna do it. Pretty gross. Let's consider this the Islanders season preview right now. We're doing the Islanders. <laughs> We're starting with the Islanders. Sweet. We got we got gross stuff going on here. Okay. We have Anders Lee for three more years at seven million. That's probably not great. Um, Brock Nelson, two more years, six million. I guess he's okay. Yeah, he's okay. He's fine at that. Josh Bailey has one more year at five million. Um, Who I thought was going to get traded in the offseason. Apparently, nobody wanted. That not surprising. 
JGP, Jean-Gabriel Pajot, has three more years at $5 million. Which I think has been, we can agree, has been a horrible deal. Uh, and we probably said it was a horrible deal the moment it was signed, I'm sure. I would, I would think so. Uh, two more years of Kyle Palmieri at five million. Not great. He's two more years worth after like, this year. Yes. If, okay. If he if he would have been a free agent this off season, what would he would he have gotten a what a one year deal at one point five or something? Yeah, maybe a PTO. Like honestly, yeah. he's been he's been really he was really bad last year. Uh, Bavillier one more year at four point one five. Um, he's only twenty five. I'm kind of surprised at that. Yeah, but he honest. hasn't. Well, I'm interested to see how he specifically performs with Trotz gone. So he's probably the one guy they trade. Um, yeah. Because he's the only guy with value, but he's also the only guy they probably shouldn't trade. Uh, uh, oh, and the, yeah, no? Maybe. I don't know. Depends. On, well, I guess he's going to be UFA. Yeah, you trade. You just really, ideally, you should burn it down and keep Barzal and. Just build around that, but whatever. Well, and your defense. We'll get to that. Uh, okay, Casey Sazeed. Tyler, why? Why do <laughs> I have really to keep good. looking at this contract? Did you see his? Did you see his? The goal he scored in the preseason. It was sick. I don't care. I didn't. I don't watch preseason. Who the hell watches preseason? Who I don't cares? watch preseason. I saw the highlight. I didn't even. I don't watch highlights from preseason. I don't care. <laughs> The the be- only thing that came well that was training camp was that picture of Tortorella and the flyer lying on the ice. That's the only of the last two weeks. That's the only thing that's really mattered to so me okay. about actual on the ice hockey. That's great. I want to frame that and put it in my house. Uh, so four more years, three more years, four more years, two point five million for thirty one year old Casey Sizikas. Just you got to keep. You just got to roll through that. Oh yeah, he's not going anywhere. Well, at least they only have one more year of Matt Martin at 1.5, and then they'll probably <laughs> sign him for like an eight-year contract at 34 or something <laughs> stupid. Uh, Kiefer Bellows is an RFA next year. Good luck, buddy. Uh, they sold that weird Ross Johnston contract. Three more years, 1.1 million, yep, whatever. Fun. Wallstrom's an RFA next year. Good luck, buddy. Um, and for some reason, they signed Nikita Soshnikov back from the KHL or wherever he was. Yep. Uh, and Prize has got that one-year contract at 750, and apparently he's going to play with Barzal this year. So yeah, Tyler's super happy about that. Super great. That's, that's awesome. Uh, okay, now we actually talk about part of this team that is actually okay. Uh, Pulak and Pelik signed for less than 6.2 million each, uh, probably for too long, but that at least gives you probably two top pairing defensemen for at least the next three or four years. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep, just don't waste all that value. <laughs> well, they will, but at least yep. it's there. Then you have Noah Dobson for two more years at $4 million. Ideally, he will exceed that contract if he does anything like he did last year. Um, and with a new coach, maybe the power play is actually half decent, and that helps him. Uh, Romanoff, two more years, 2.5. I mean, he's only 22 also. That's whatever. Like, that's a good top four right there, to be honest. Oh, what? Sorry. What? Are you yelling <laughs> about me calling that a decent top four? No. Zabinajad just absolutely undressed somebody on the penalty kill. <laughs> Who was it? I don't even know what team they're playing right now. They're playing Tampa. Holy shit. That was really nice. 
Okay, they well, were absolutely sorry. Live I, react, I guess. Yeah, wow. It was really I'm gonna tell you it was in a second. It better not be Headman. Who is that? Might be Chernak? No, Sergachev. Sergachev? He faked he faked a pass and Sergachev bit so bit hard. hard. <laughs> oh yeah. And he he covered Lafreniere and Zabinajad just roofed it on the back and it was really nice. Sorry. That was very impressive. Okay, so decent top four for the Islanders. Then they have yeah. May- Mayfield, the other Ajo, and Robin mm-hmm. Sallow kind of down near the bottom, all pretty cheap, and either UFA or RFA shortly, so that's fine. Yeah. Then their goaltending situation, Varlamov, one more year at $5 million. Okay, whatever, you got to have a backup. Uh, Sorokin, however, only has one more year at $4 million, and then he's UFA, Tyler, at 28 mm-hmm. or 29, and essentially considered one of the not top tier but top half you could call it goaltenders yeah. in the nhl yep uh, uh, he's probably a top five goalie i would say and essentially entering his peak years if you will yeah um if um they can't sign him i believe until next summer right that's how that would work yes i don't even know if goalies get eight-year deals anymore <laughs> to be honest like he oh i would not give him is, an eight-year deal but like you kind of almost have to like a or six. six i would do a yeah you do and like, then what you got to give him a raise so what six, yeah it won't be six by, six by six nah i would think it'd be like seven or eight by six it would have to be any team Maybe. needing goalie needing a goalie in a cup window would a hundred percent do that if they oh, had the man. yeah if you let this guy walk like it's game over for bars all's window yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh all right. Well, I and I mean, honestly, despite all the crap that they have as far as people on the roster, they have nothing on their bio, um, and they have 250k for Richard Ponick this year, and that's about it. And then they have Clutterbuck currently on injured reserve, but that's only one more year, 1.7. So yeah. they at least bad. don't have a bunch of buried money. Um, but some of those forward contracts are yay. And they they are still like a play. They could be a playoff hopeful. We forget I mean, that last year. Last year they started on that big road trip. Yeah, they won't have I that think, this year. I think there's a possibility they make the playoffs, but it. I I I have a hard time believing it with the current forward group personally, but you never know. Okay, Tyler, it is that time of the year where we will start our season preview. Um, We are not going to do our little game pro scale thing. Maybe we'll save that for the playoffs. I thought we would try something a little different this year. Uh, This year, I thought we would go through some team depth sharps by their sharp, sharp, sharp. It's a chart. Thank you. Yeah, that's very great. Uh, Team depth charts. So we're going to look at some starting lineups type thing, who's playing with who on which teams, uh, and basically use that as a way to preview this season or at least each team. Uh, And since this is how it's organized on this website that you referred me to, we are going to start with the Anaheim Ducks. Cool. Uh, So on what you could call the top line, we have uh, what rookie phenom Trevor Zegers at center. Flight by rookie. He's, he was a rookie. He was a rookie. Former rookie phenom. Soft in his sophomore season. Sophomore. Sophomore yeah. Trevor Zegers, we'll mm-hmm. call him this year. For sure. Uh, flanked by a guy who is now old, but I remember when he was young, Adam Henrique. 
and uh, free agent signing Frank Vitrano. Uh, that's the guy I want to talk about, Tyler. What is it, Frank mm-hmm. Vitrano, this year? Probably what he was last year. Yeah, but he actually was pretty good down the stretch when he got moved to the Rangers. Yeah, but I mean, he, I'm just going based is on he the, he No, but is he the Panthers' Vitrano, or is he the Rangers' Vitrano, or is he the halfway? I would say some. I would say probably Panthers because he's going to be playing with worse players. Like he played with Panarin, he's not going to be playing with Panarin. That is true. Right, but Zegers has already already made Sonny Milano of all people relevant. So who knows what he is actually going to be? Because I, I think Zegers doesn't get enough credit for what he did with you know the the people around him last year um because people seem to think that like uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna be a big time scorer which he probably won't be but he at least makes the players around him a little bit better which is good so maybe Vitrano gets a bump but I have a hard time believing he'll be as good as he was with Panarin uh so he might have played with Panarin last year, but he also did play with a uh, second line center, Ryan Strom. So he was on this team. that chemistry. Exactly. That's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> so we have Strom, Terry and McTavish. Uh, Terry notably had what a 30 some odd 35, 36 goal season last year. Yep. Had a good, good start to the year. I think he kind of fizzled out towards the end, but. Uh, and then. Season. Notable world junior hero, quote unquote, um, and guy that had a giant shine on going into the season. Uh, Calder pick for some people, Mason McTavish. Calder pick for me. Oh, Mason wow. Here McTavish. we go. I have invested in him. Oh. And I am ready to go. You didn't want to invest in somebody from the Minnesota Wild? <laughs> nope. I already have too many shares in the Minnesota Wild this year, oh. which okay. won't go horribly wrong. That'll go. Thank you for doing that, by the way. <laughs> Love that reverse jinx on that. I like to think it's a win-win because either the wild or bad or I'm profiting. Uh, over under Troy Terry goals this year, 27 and a half. I got to say over just because I think he's going to be stapled on that power play and it would he'd be hard-pressed not to score that many goals. If that makes sense. Uh, over under goals for this year, Frank Fertrano, uh, 24 and a half under Ooh, whoa okay yeah, i don't think he's gonna last up there personally. let's go okay uh next up the third line we have ludestrom uh Lund- lundenstrom jacob silverberg or jacob silverberg and maxime contois who is uh returning to rele- relevance he hopes yeah uh i don't i mean Ludus- ludenstrom is apparently the center of the future next to Zegras. So, and Silverberg, I like the fact that he hasn't been traded yet. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Maybe this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming at some point that's going to happen. Like Henrik has too many years left still, so they can't really move yeah. him and they got to have at least some vets around. So, yeah. uh, and then your fourth line is Derek Grant, uh, centering Max Jones and Pavel Regenda, who I have never heard of before. Actually, I've never heard of him either. Okay. So. Tyler, do you think Pavel Regenda has an agenda? I think he's going to be an, a superstar in this league. Oh, that's cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, over on defense, we have Fowler and notable UFA signing because he had nowhere else to go, John Klingberg. Uh, I don't... And then we have Kulikov and Drysdale uh, and Beaulieu and Shattenkirk. Uh, they love grabbing those defensemen off the UFAs and, mm-hmm. like, 
Okay, so they probably flip Klingberg. Uh, yeah, the there's deadline. no chance these guys are making the playoffs. Uh, so basically, Drysdale stays and maybe Bouya. <laughs> Yeah. Anybody else is probably available at the deadline. Uh, even Fowler, who I probably has a few years left, but they probably won't care. Uh, okay, obviously for goalies, we have the Gibson-Stolars combo. Uh, and then we have Lucas DeStal waiting uh, in the minors. Tyler, will Gibson ever get traded? Uh, I mean, will he ever get traded? Probably, yeah. But I don't think he's actually like... As good as you might think he is. I'm saying. Or was, you mean? Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, Okay, so predictions. So you said miss the playoffs. I guess I would agree. Uh, Yeah, I don't know how else to talk. Do you have any other last thoughts on the Anaheim Ducks? No. No? Your favorite team? They're Uh, not my favorite team. Is it about time they trade that they need to move on from the ugly jerseys they still wear? Entire Sorry. rebrand would be very rebrand, yep. Here's the thing. So your jerseys are what they are, yet Zegris was the NHL 23 cover athlete wearing the old Mighty Ducks jerseys. And he's every commercial he's wearing the old like, why don't you just do that? Why do why can't you just do that? That would be much cooler. And and we would probably respect it a little bit more. Like the jerseys they have now are awful, horrible. Do you, league, I'd say. do you think those old jerseys have any tie up in Disney still? Probably well, yeah, they just re they just re up the uh they just re up the motherfucking um T V show? Yeah. Well T V show, think, but I, streaming I show or I whatever. Think you could work out a deal with Disney to be like, yo, be our jersey sponsor. And yeah, maybe that's the reason is because they don't want to give up that piece. Maybe I guess. Well, they're not giving it up. It's just allowing, like, pay a royalty or something. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. They're giving up a piece. If you're paying, yeah, know, you're but, still giving up money. But if you if you could sell like ten times more jerseys and you only have to give up one percent, one or two percent of that cost, isn't that better for you overall? I Just would argue yes. Up. As a non-capitalist, that makes sense to me in my head. But Even I don't have billions of dollars. <laughs> as a capitalist, that makes sense. Like you're just you could sell so many more jerseys if they redid them. Yeah, but maybe it's a childish thing where it's like, well, I'm not giving that asshole money. I guess. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. Uh, Okay, moving on to the Arizona Coyotes of Arizona State, or SU. Nice. As I've been told, it's it's called. Uh, First line, Clayton Keller, (laughs) Travis Boyd, and Nick Schmaltz. Good time. How, How is that? No, I get it, but like, okay, I really, there's honestly, if I'm picking one team in the entire NHL that I'm like, I get to pick where Bedard goes, I want it to be Arizona. I want it to happen. That's my team. I'm standing for Arizona Coyotes to get Bedard. That's my team. They need him. They need him. Not only that. Basically, him or Pinelli, like uh, I think it's Pinelli is the kid's name. Is they, it Pinelli? Pinelli, yes. Um, if they if they somehow draft Mishkov, like that's probably Mishkov is not the no. They can't draft. They Mishkov. can't wait. They, they cannot. Can't wait. They need a guy to come in right away. Uh, I want that would be like mm, 
I just chaos. I think that's the most chaos angle. I don't want the Blackhawks. If the Blackhawks get them, that would not be. I would be so angry. They don't deserve it. They need to. They need to burn for a while. I don't want them having Bedard. They need to get non-prospects for a few years here. Yep. Uh, okay. Second line. Oh, um, is Keller good? I think so. Is Nick Schmaltz okay. actually good? Or no. Okay. He's too inconsistent. Okay. Be a good uh, second line player. There we go. Uh, second yeah. line, we have uh, former third overall pick, I believe, Barrett Hayton, centering Nick Ritchie and Lawson Kraus, Tyler's just favorite player in the whole bunch, NHL. It's just a bunch of scrubs on the second line. A bunch of like just guys who have never lived up to their potential. 15 hits every time they're on the ice. Yeah. This is a they're never touching the puck. They're <laughs> never touching the puck. Not a good team. <laughs> uh, third line, Nick. Okay, I did not. Nope, no idea. See, this is why I wanted to do it this way. No idea. Nick Bukestad currently played for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, he's centering Matthias Maselli and Zach Cassian, who I did but, know played for the Coyotes. Yep. Zach. Uh, gonna go out there and do things. He's gonna hit people. I don't know what a Matthias Maselli is. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't. Do you know what a Matthias Maselli is? I've never heard of him. No. Okay. Uh, moving on, fourth line: Jack McBain, Liam O'Brien, Christian Fisher. Is Jack, Jack McBain that prospect guy? Yeah, I'm hoping Jack McBain's actually a second line center by the end of the season. Yeah, that's. I was like, why is he down there? Yeah, it's pretty rough. Uh, and Christian Fisher, poor Christian Fisher, but. <laughs> What are you going to do? Collect your money, buddy. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up the defense, which is, it's a sight, Tyler, because um, Ch- Chikrin's currently hurt. So uh, we have Patrick <laughs> Nemeth. What? Guy who, guy who is scratched in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> He's the top fucking left winger. I didn't want to laugh at him again. Oh, man, that's funny. Their top <laughs> pairing is Patrick Nemeth and Shane Goss's beer. Who who notably can move the puck but can't play defense. Two waiver guys who have been placed on waivers in their careers. <laughs> and Patrick Nemeth, who's known for playing defense but can't actually play defense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, and then their second pairing is another notable waiver player, Troy Stetcher, followed by uh, Connor Timmins, who might actually be the best defenseman on this list, if I have to be honest. Yeah, at least the one with the most upside, for sure. Uh, and then their third pairing is... Giannis Moser and Dyson Mayo. Dyson Mayo, I believe, was on our list last year for career countdown. Yeah, yeah. and he's not bad. Okay, and he's okay. Um, so we're going to give out some thoughts and players to the goalies, which um, I'm assuming will be Carl Vejmelka and Connor Ingram. Yes, yep, correct. Uh, okay, any uh, any final thoughts on the Arizona guy? They're going to miss the playoffs. Wow. That's a, are you sure are you a hundred percent sure you want to make that bold prediction tyler no. the arizona coyotes was the playoffs scared to make it scared okay uh, by the way keandre miller shorthanded uh, assist on Zabinichat's goal. oh i wish i had him in points pool now that would have been a three-point assist yeah. well trubo got one as well <laughs> oh god come on are you kidding me <laughs> I I need um I, I made a I made a parlay on this game. 
I need Adam Fox to get a point, and I've hit my first leg of it, which is pretty exciting because Kucherov got a point on a Stamkos power play goal. Look at you go. And Braden Point. From the ashes, we're back. Braden Point. I can't wait to check all my fantasy stats when we finish recording this podcast. Um, actually, speaking of which, okay, we're going to do one more team, and then we're going to end. <laughs> um. <laughs> Very subtle. Nice. Hey, hey, we're, we put in an hour, Tyler, and we are basically at an hour once we get through this team. Uh, okay, we're doing the Boston Bruins next. The Boston um, Bruins. My favorite team in the NHL for sure. Like one of my. Oh, and this also leads me to a follow up from last week's podcast. Um, oh, but okay. first, we'll do the first line uh, Taylor Hall, Patrice Bergeron, and Jake DeBrusque. Uh, notably, Brad Marchand is out with an uh, injury right now. Yeah, and they're doing the old spread it out, spread yeah. out the offense thing. The old spread eagle. Um, oh. Spreading the Duncan. Is that what they do in Boston? Spread the As Duncan. a new Taylor Hall owner, for the first ever time, I am quite excited by this step chart. Hope he breaks his ankle. Whoa. In a good way. Just in that's... a way that's not useful for you. Wow. Uh, okay, the second line, we have uh, returned from Czechia, David Krejci centering David Pasternak and Pavel Zaka. Uh, which will lead me to uh, talking about something from last week's podcast, where in the big pool, a player, I believe, called Zachary Mascot was drafted. Mascot, yeah. Mascot, and it sounds like that person was trying to draft Pavel Zaka. So Fun. I, I'm not going to explain how that happens. I'm just going to say that's what they said. Yep, that was the uh, excuse, yeah. That's a good excuse. Uh Third line, uh, we have Charlie Coyle flanking A.J. Greer, or not flanking, he's being flanked by huh? A.J. Greer and Craig Smith. Uh, Charlie Coyle, notably, um, never good enough to be anything but a third line center, apparently. Not good. Horrible not good. contract, too. Maybe not good. Actively holding the Boston Bruins back from being good. I wonder who signed that contract. Hmm. Just probably not the guy that's in charge anymore. Like, why yeah. would you let him? Okay. Uh, and then the fourth line will be Thomas Nozick, Nick Foligno, who has cleared waivers now, and Jakob Lauko, who I never heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on defense, uh, because McAvoy is currently hurt, we have Lindholm, or Hippus Lindholm, and Brandon Carlo as your top pairing. Uh, former oh, Los Angeles King, I believe, Derek yep. Forbert. And Winnipeg Jet. Yeah, and Jakob Zaborl. Finally makes the team, yeah. Finally makes the team. Uh, and then their third pairing uh, recently waived Mike Riley and Connor Clifton, who has just a fun name. Just a uh, really bad – well, they also have – what's his name? Um, the kid, the guy who always plays PowerPoint, too. Grizzlick, who is mm. out right now, but potentially – Yeah, so they have two defensemen hurt, which probably means that one of Forbert, Zaboro, Clifton, uh, two of those – guys will probably be out when the yeah. guys get healthy mm-hmm. and so, then obviously pretty bad defensive pairings now that i'm looking at it making swayman um maybe not a great draft pick but yeah i don't know who went all in on boston goalies this year but you were dumb <laughs> uh not i just oh. kidding i did <laughs> uh okay yeah so obviously for our goal team tenders we have uh sophomore jeremy swayman right nice yep I guess and, technically, yes. 
uh, Linus Allmark, or is it Linus? It's Linus, Linus. right? It's is Linus. it Linus? Yes. Like the guy from the Peanuts. Yes. Like the guy from the Peanuts. Is he the one that carried the blanket around? Uh, yeah, I do. Nice hey, recall. Look at look at me go. He sucked his thumb and carried a blanket, right? Y- yeah, he did. Okay. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to let you have this choice. Do you want to do the Sabres or do you want to start there next week? I want to start there next week. All right. I figured that. All right. uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening to the podcast this week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.